This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Guess what? It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. The one you know. The one you love. It's been three seasons. Come on. Let's get popular. Y'all, share with your friends. We need money. (laughs) You know what? I think it's funny. It's like, we need to get this done, but we do, like, hardly any advertising, like, on our own. You do a couple TikToks. I do. I do a couple TikToks. And, you know, look, we're fucking tired all the time. (laughs) To be fair, (laughs) like, you work your fingers to the bone for, you know... I literally work like a hundred hours a week. Like, every no time kidding, I, no joke. Every time I call you, it's like normal activity now. Hey, what you doing? Just working. I know. You know, my mom will call too. She gets off of work at like three thirty or something. She goes into the butt crack of dawn, and she gets off at like three thirty, and she'll call and she'll be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What do you think I'm doing, mom?" She's like, "Oh, you're working, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> the day that she ever calls me and I'm doing something else, and it's interesting because now I'm like, you know, I'm done like with this shit. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm over it now. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you always think like, well, I just got to get through, like, you got to put your time in, you got to do it. But it's like, no, it's just never stopping. Like, I don't want to live my life this way. Like, it's not worth it to me to to live this way. Like, I'm absolutely fried and done, like depressed, you know, like that whole thing. Like, I just looked at my husband and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And he was like, I know. He was like, this fucking blows. And it's not even him, like, because he's home. Right. He's full-time daddy. Well, he has to be because... These kids got you running around like crazy. Yeah, but it's not even that. Like, I can take the loss. Like, there is a certain amount of money that we can lose. It's not like I have to, but it's just the actual market is so insane. It never stops. We have been going nonstop. COVID just made everything blow up, go crazy. So, we just don't ever stop. And it's like, you get to a certain point where you're like, I can and I can not, only do this for so long. It's not you that stops, that can't stop. It's her that can't stop, which causes mm. you not to be able to stop. Because, Lord forbid, she tell these people fucking no. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to do this again. I'm like, next summer needs to be different. Like, we don't, I'm not doing anything with our kids. We're not having vacations. We're not creating memories. Right. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I'm lining the pockets for someone else. Right. Like, hugely locking. I mean, yeah, right. an obscene amount of money somebody else is making off of what I'm doing and it's like and in the meantime like I'm sitting around while they're living in a lap of lifestyle like the you know this lovely lifestyle that I'm like helping them to afford by all my hard work and I'm looking at myself going okay but I didn't do a single thing with my family right like how does that seem right you know what I mean no yeah, and so I'll be I'm calling like kind of I call you that. and you're, I'll be like hey can you talk and you'll be like yeah and the whole time you're yeah because I'm typing the whole time yeah so I definitely know that um, although I'm really grateful and I, I love it, I don't, I wouldn't run, if I was in charge, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean, like there would be, it would, it would look different. Um, so I'm hopefully, you know, next summer, it'll be a little different because I'm going to have to make it different. So it's either, it's going to be different or I'm going to find something else to do. Yeah. Like I'm not going to continue doing this. Thing. I mean, my it. kids are like even upset. Like we didn't even do anything. We have, like we had, a, um, like we got our fishing tag, like the fishing, the surf fishing tag and have not used it at all because I can't stop working. 
So it's like, you know, my kids are like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, you're not even doing anything with this. So it, like, it actually hurts my feelings that, like, I'm letting my children down at this point. Because yeah, I and, and you're going to work yourself into the grave if you don't slow down. Like, yeah, that's kind of what I said, too. So I was like, you know, this is it. Like, we need to, like, come up with a plan. So that's kind of, like, what, where we're at right now. But in the meantime, we're, like, doing this. And, you know, this is, like, my fun thing to do every week. Right. This is our This is our fun time. Well, I wanted to mention because now so. Jamie's got a real job and yeah, now Jamie's got a real job and uh, well, my my brother got married this weekend, right? So my Crystal parents looked, have Crystal married looked, us all off. Crystal looked beautiful. She did. She looked amazing, and they did like some Star Wars themey things. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures, but um, she has um her biological dad, and then she has like this other family that's sort of been like a pseudo family to her, like very very close family, and she had her. Her dad, her bio dad, dressed up like um, Darth Vader, and he came walking down the aisle, and like the music changed. It was all like nice. All of a sudden, it it's like dun, Darth Vader dun, music. Dun, yeah. Dun. So he comes walking down, and we're on the beach, right? So we're all on the beach, we're on the water, and he's like coming out from the the hotel, crosses over the boardwalk in front of people, right? Because it's actively people are walking around, and people are like staring too, like all over the place. So they like love a wedding, you know? And they're like loving nosy. I'd have been nosy too. Fuck it. I'd have been sitting up there trying to move my chair all the way over and try to listen. But anyway, so he like brings it all the way. He comes all the way down, um, like the little bit of like the sand dude or whatever to where we are. And then he like stops where the chairs start. And then her pseudo dad like walks her down and he walks her down as Obi-Wan. <laughs> and then he takes her all the way down to where he is at those. And then he picks her back up from there and walks her over. And I'm like, and my fucking dad is like the fucking obnoxious woman in the movie theater who won't shut the fuck up in a horror movie. Girl, get out of there. Jump up there. Oh, my God. You know, and like my dad, the whole ceremony is like, uh, I'm not your father. <laughs> like just stupid shit. You're like, shut the fuck up. Like, it was just so funny. But because um, <laughs> it's just who we all are as a people. Um, but the wedding was absolutely beautiful. But they did it at like 930 in the morning. And everybody was like cussing them the fuck out on the way down. Because they had to drive two hours down to the beach to get there. Which means everybody's getting up at like four and five to get ready. Depending on where you're coming from. And we had they like came out of like Philly. Down from um, like all the way up in Jersey and shit. And by the time everybody got there, they were exhausted, ready to go to bed and everything else. And they're like, what kind of fucking douchebag has their fucking wedding? Like, nobody looked at their invitations. They were like, oh, they're getting married on blah, 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 right? But nobody looked to see, like, what time it was. So even I did not pay attention. So I'm thinking it's in the afternoon, like most people. So my brother, like, texts me. He's like, you guys are, you know, coming, right? And I'm like, yeah, did I send it back? And he's, like, doing his final head count. And he's like, yeah, I just, I'm just making sure we're doing everything. And I just want to make sure that, you know, all the kids are accounted for everybody that everybody that's coming. And I'm like, okay. And so I was like, what time is it again? Cause I'm thinking he's going to be like at eh, four or five. He was like, oh, nine. You got to be there at nine. And I was like, excuse me. What did you just say? He nine said nine. In the morning. So it was like seven o'clock in the morning. We're leaving the house. And it was so funny. We all gave him like the biggest hard time. He was like, fuck all y'all. Yeah. You got here, didn't you? So, but it was beautiful. Crystal looked beautiful. He looked beautiful. I bawled my eyes out the entire time. Apparently that's all I do now. Now that I'm in like perimenopause, I just cry all the time. Oh. So they did that thing where they put the sand together. Yes. And like her sand was on the bottom and then her son's was like in the middle of my brother's and like that's their keepsake. And then he gave her son like this little compass. Like if he ever loses his way, that's how he can get back to them. Oh my God. Just thinking about it makes me want to cry. So it was absolutely just beautiful. And it was nice because I was like, I have the day off. <laughs> I was like, I don't have to work today. <laughs> I mean, I probably could have. So we got to do that. And um, I'm like, you know, my parents are probably like, damn, finally married them both off. It only took 
gazillion, gajillion years. I married them. We got rid of them. They're both married. Thank God. Within yeah. a month, we did it. We killed it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, if you figure, it was like we got married on July 4th and they got married on what, the 8th? So it was like, you know, a month and a couple days later. So that was pretty good. But yeah, we're tired. We need to go on vacation. We need to do something. But while I was at the thing, I was talking to my Aunt Donna and, um, we were talking about TikTok and like the funny TikToks and I was talking to her about, um, you know, when Christopher goes off to boot camp, how I want to go with him and I'm going to be outside the gates and they're going to be like, man, we asked you to leave. Right. You know, or whatever. And he'd be like, well, I don't want to leave my son. So she was, we were coming up, we were talking about all these different TikToks and I'm like, how fucking funny would that be? So now I can't stop thinking about all these different TikToks I want to do. So, like, for instance, today, I always, like, Bruce, be like, come here, and, like, come in my office, and I'll, like, have him, like, rub my shoulders, and, you know, that kind of stuff, and it feels good, because I just like him touching me, you know what I mean, just to, like, rub my shoulders or something, and it's, like, our little minute together, but invariably, he always wants to, like, touch my boobs. Right. All the time. So, it's kind of like, you know, when you're like, oh, I just want to snuggle, and the next thing you know, there's, like, the memes that go on, and it's like, you know, then you're humping or whatever, and I was like, that would be the funniest TikTok, like, that would be yet another one, like. I just want some, like, affection. I don't want to be, like, manhandled or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you put so much thought into your, like, little TikToks. Like, you want to make little movies. Because they're fucking funny. I just get on there and, and yell at people and talk about how miserable I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, it's Jamie. Can I just tell you why I pissed off today? <laughs> I people don't know. Fucking, that would be funny, People though. fucking suck. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be really funny. Like, all the different things. Have you things. made any TikToks yet? No, because I don't have time. I work 100 hours a week. That's why I'm saying, like, I, I mean, would really like for it to calm down a little bit. The and the thing it, it is, should, that I hope. you haven't made any because you want pool productions. <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't. Well, have, I'm just I, like, don't I don't even time. care what I look like. I'm like, <sighs> I don't even care about that necessarily. But if I'm gonna do like, if I'm gonna do like a little jokey TikTok, oh, like my aunt had the idea where, um, like they're in the woods and they're simulating like war in the woods. And they have, like, the shit on their face. You know what I mean? They're in camouflage and everything. And the next thing you know, like, he kind of, you know, does this little army walk or whatever on his, like, belly. And then I come up with, like, I move, like, the camouflage off of my head. And I give him, like, something to eat because I know he hasn't ate well. <laughs> and they're like, Mom, how did you get here? i be like, shit, it's okay, baby. Mommy's yeah. here. I know you haven't been able to eat. I've been watching. You know what I mean? And then I, like, go back undercover and, like, I like, scooch away. And you have poor Jonathan doing the roles because Christopher can't because he's in boot camp. And you got, like, a little sign that says, not really Christopher. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm like, should we keep up with, like, a whole bunch of, we were laughing our asses off. But, yeah, I'm really hoping, like, to get done soon. I miss writing. I used to write books and do fun things. Mm-hmm. And I see all these people who make half the money that I do, and they live in their best life. And here I am, like, it's not a flex. Mm-mm. I mean, it's nice to make a decent amount of money, but it's not a flex when you don't enjoy your life. Like, and there is no enjoyment. All I do is work. And this podcast. And I love you guys so much. And you guys have really been coming through for us. Like, we've been getting steady listens all the we time. We have been. And it's been really nice. So, this podcast is basically the only fun thing I have at this point in time. <laughs> They're like, Danielle just went on a whole tangent about how miserable she is. Because I'm there, people. I'm burnout. I guess you all understand what um, that's like. I, I am also tired. It's not the new job that's doing it. Mm-hmm. The new job is great. And I figured out how to do everything I need to do at the real job. I know. Now you're going to have to go and get, like, what's a call? Like, yeah, training. But and my, like, problem, training. <laughs> my problem is the home after the job that I'm, like, happy. I'm struggling with. 
like, I don't want to do laundry. I don't want. Uh, to, yeah. I don't want to cook dinner when I get home. I do. Like I make myself do it. Yeah, like, bitch, get your shit together and go fix dinner. Right. So I do do it, even though I don't want to. But you know, my vitamin B twelve has been low, and I had to go get my second shot today, and I should have had it two weeks ago, and I didn't. Mm. Um. So today I went and got my other my dose of vitamin B twelve that I'm supposed to be getting. But I'm like fucking so tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Like no matter like I I'm I'm loving my life. I love my new job. I fucking I love it. It's, I love the little stories. They're so funny. I love my new job. I love the okay. So this week we have had these are the names of people that come to the DMV who share names with celebrities that I've given their license to. There has been. Are you allowed to say them? I mean, they're celebrity names. I know, but that's really a person. I'm gonna go with it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Well, I just want to make sure you won't get in trouble, that's all. So, Casey Kasem. <laughs> She's like, and we're moving on. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. I really love that, though, because that's, right. like, such a weird name. I'm like, look, Michelle Pfeiffer! <laughs> um, Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Barkley. Okay. And my absolute favorite, James Bond. I... <laughs> and this guy, I pulled his freaking license off the counter and I looked at it and I got this big smile on my face and he said I saw you grab it so I was gonna let you do it because I was like Bond James Bond (laughs) (laughs) and the guy traded me starts giggling he was like shut up and I was like (laughs) it really is it's really James Bond he's like that's fantastic and the guy comes up, he was like, I was just going to let you do it. He was like, you seem so excited I wasn't going to take it away from you. You know what? Now, that's somebody who, like... Embraces their not unique, unique name. Well, because it's like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of parent names their child that? And then they're stuck with that shit forever. And what if he's, like, a fat, slow-ass, non-achieving motherfucker and he's he got a name like James Bond? He wasn't. He was kind of fine. Was he? Like, he was a little older. I wanted to say um, late 50, late 40s, early 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, light-skinned, bald black man. Um, had a beard. It was a nice beard. <laughs> I mean, he she might feel it herself right never now. Mind, he might be listening to this. He was a good-looking guy. Yeah, he was. He was not unattractive. Okay, Mister eh. Bond. <laughs> so tell him that you had to go out for driving. That was so oh. funny. Oh my god! Today I had to go out before I left work. Oh, oh my, my god. god! Oh my god! Okay. So this girl is terrifying. First of all, she's on the little test pad, and she does a great job. Like, she's fucking killing it on the test pad. She can parallel park. She can do all the stuff. Pulling into a regular parking spot, she was a little iffy, but everything else was, like, perfect. So we go out on the road, and, like, she was taking corners like Mario Andretti. (laughs) And I'm, like, in the back, and I'm, like, at least if I die, I'm in a fucking Lexus. I know. Like, I'm holding on for fucking dear life. Then this bitch goes to turn into the DMV and was like, fuck a turn lane. Then where I'm at, we don't need turn lanes and makes a left turn out of the straight lane. <laughs> we get out of the car. I open the door. I start walking in like fast. And the guy trained me. He's like, Jamie. And I'm like, he's like, come back here. Let me show you. And I was like, this bitch failed right. <laughs> well, how did he know? I was like, this bitch failed right. And he, well, he was with me. He's like, I was in the back. 
Oh, okay. You I were am, there. Right. Okay. I'm a ride along. Okay, gotcha. Because I don't know when. The only part I do is the safety check. Okay. Where I'm like, beep the horn. Like, things like that. Yeah. So, he's like, the ride along, he's like, Jamie. And I was like, this bitch failed, lady. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch fucking failed. <laughs> Tell me she I failed. I did not fail safe. <laughs> I did not feel safe. Um, did she pass? No, that bitch failed. She, really? Because she she had a lane violation. With the whole left turn thing? Right, that is illegal. <laughs> now, you know these poor people, I feel so bad for them. And if she was turning back into the DMV, he said, Jamie, if she would have made that turn correctly, she would have passed. Mm. I'm like, what do you mean she would have passed? <laughs> because she went so fast around the corner. Did anybody say, hey, you need to slow it down? Nobody says anything? You can't You're say not anything? allowed to correct them unless your life is in danger. What? I guess because it's a test. So I guess, yeah, that's like giving them the answer in a way. So you can't. Oh. Right. Oh, boy. Okay. Let me tell you about the one on Monday, though, that was like my favorite ride along so far. There was a gentleman mm-hmm. who had just got done. He just got out. He was incarcerated, so he had a, he had already been driving before he went into jail. He had a CDL and everything. Mm-hmm. And he went out there on that little pad, and he showed us what he could do. And then I was perfectly content driving in his brand-new freaking minivan. It was like a two, 2019 um, something or other, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. Nice-ass minivan. And I, was, I had, like, this little fan blowing on my face. I was like, no. <laughs> Like, cruising in the lap of luxury in this, like, felon's... He was hot, too. He's all tatted. <laughs> he was hot, too. <laughs> he smelled You better like, not get single, because it's going to be real rough for some of these men on this drive. He smelled like reform. <laughs> it's your favorite kind of smell. <laughs> he smells like, I'm not going back to prison. I'm going to do good. I almost wanted to call my sister and be like, hey... You looking for anybody? I know you look. I know you like them out of jail. Anyway, so um, you know, I can swear to God, if you ever become single, they're gonna be like, "Why is Jamie taking so long to come back from that road test?" And you're like, like off in the cornfield somewhere with right? your legs above your head. They're like, Jamie loves a road test, um, <laughs> but only with certain people, certain right. guys, some okay. girls. Anyway, and some girls. So he pulls in and. The guy that's like, I need you to go make a right into the parking lot and find a parking space. And this guy, like, backs in his minivan because he's had a license before. He's 43 years old. Yeah. He's like, backs it in. I was like, that was cocky. (laughs) (laughs) Way to end that test, buddy. (laughs) So that was my favorite one because he passed that I felt safe. But everybody else is crazy. Is there any, like, um, how do you want to say it? Um. God, what the hell is the word? I'm losing the word. God damn COVID. It still is ruining my life over here. Um, Like, you know how they're always like, Chinese people can't drive? The girl that almost killed me today was Asian. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you know, it's sometimes a stereotype is, is because it's true. Well, here's the, <laughs> here's the thing. The little girl that mur- <laughs> murdered the cone yesterday. <laughs> 
she was also Asian, but she did everything on the pad well, and she mm-hmm. even parallel parked. It was when she was pulling out of the parallel parking spot, she didn't cut the wheel, and she, like, murdered a cone so bad <laughs> that it took the guy training me, like, ten minutes to fix the cone. Oh, no. And he's like, can you walk him in? And I'm like, uh, yeah. He was like, I'm gonna be a minute. <laughs> I know. I love the mom, though, in this situation where she mom was, was like... like she failed, right? <laughs> yeah, her mom was like, she failed, right? Um, She killed that cone. <laughs> Baby, he's still fixing the cone. <laughs> and she's like, can I come back tomorrow? And that was a Lexus, too. <laughs> was it? It was the same exact car. Like, to the point where today, when he said, Jamie, you want to go out with this? And he was like, does this girl look like the girl from yesterday? Because it's the same exact car. Oh, okay. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And people don't, if you have a road test, don't wear flip-flops to your road test. No? No, because I don't feel comfortable, but if you're driving me and you are not, like, fucking... You have flip-flops on. I have sandals on, first of all. Okay. And I am an experienced driver. Mm-hmm. If you are a new driver, wear fucking sneakers, because that thing slips off and you freak out, then the whole world is dying. <laughs> not with me in the car, goddammit. Not with me in the motherfucking car. <laughs> It's like, I swear to God, one day, one day I'm going to will it to be, this podcast is going to be super crazy popular. And they're going to be like, we want to go to the DMV where Janie is. And people are just going to come to the DMV just to watch you. and be like, and Janie gave me on a road death. I don't want that. That would be so funny, though. Jamie can hand you your license. Oh, my gosh. I like that job. Like, right now, my job is just sitting in a room where this machine prints the license. I pick up the license, read the name, scan it, and say, okay, bye. That's, That's all jo- you want That's to do? It's my job all day. You're going to be bored. I mean, I'm only there for a week. Like, it's a, a rotating schedule. Mm-hmm. So, for a week, well, after my training, because right now I'm at two weeks with everything. Mm-hmm. So, after my training, I'll have, like... A week at triage, which is where people come in and they, they check their um, their documents before they go up to the counter. Mm-hmm. A week at greeter, where you come in and I give you a ticket. Right. Um, I'll have a week on roads. I'll have a week in arts, is where you take your like written tests. Mm. And then I'll have a week in secure, which is where I'm at now. But then I'll have the rest of that time, while everybody else is doing their weeks there, I'll be on the counter. Mm-hmm. Which they call the front line. Because it's like war, I guess. I don't know. Oh my god, is that what they call it? The front line? Bill's on the front line. Oh my god, that is so funny. Uh Uh-huh. But you know what? I have something else that's really funny. What is really funny? We talked about it already, but it's so funny to me. So, there's this woman who lives in Italy right now. Oh god, this is funny. So, well, let me start with this. I'm in this group on Facebook called the Aldi, Aldi Isle of Shame Community. So, um, it's basically like the little aisle in Aldi. If anybody goes to the Aldi, it's like a weird aisle of just like nothing. Yeah. It's like weird stuff that doesn't belong there. And you're like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Anyway. So usually people always tell you like all the different things they have. And a lot of times there's a lot of people like from the West coast or the East coast, like they'll have the same shit. So the recent thing was they wanted to do, um, can I just tell you that's my favorite aisle in Aldi? I know. I love Aldi. Like, I, I love like, being anywhere in Aldi. I love cool it. you cool-ass shit. Like, I found squirt gun pool noodles, and I bought them. Mm-hmm. And one was a dragon, and one was a shark. <laughs> and you pulled the little trigger, and water shot out their mouth. 
Oh my goodness. And it was beautiful and amazing until they broke. No, God. Well, the recent thing in this thing was um, there was like a, a cat, like a cat house and it had catnip as the floor. Shut up. And these cats were like losing their shit. So people were like running out to the Aldi Alashane to go get like a cat house. And it says like cat house on it, but, and you can like, it actually is like, almost reminds you of like a carrier. You know, uh-huh. there's like cardboard carriers for your uh-huh. cat. Um, it's like made of that, but then the floor of it, it has like catnip all over it and the cats like lose their shit. So everybody's running through that. And then there was another one that was like, um, for your dog, like it was like a dog life raft or mm-hmm. life vest, uh-huh. but for your dog and it had like a shark thing on the back. Oh, so you don't run out to get one of those. Shut up. Yeah. So they had one of those, but anyway, so this it, woman lives in, in Italy. It has one of toothless from how to train your, how to train your dragon. Um, happy birthday, Hiccup. I mean, it's a dog. He doesn't really know we just said happy birthday, but I figured I'll make you happy. Right. <laughs> well, this woman lives in Italy. Okay. And she was in the Aldi, in, in Aldi. But she thought it was so interesting because she just moved there. It's her first trip. She was super excited. And she said, this is what Italians think Tex-Mex <laughs> pizza looks like in America. And it is a meat lover's pizza mm-hmm. with a stuffed crust. And in the crust is a hot dog. Shut up. <laughs> I can't it's a even. a motherfucking hot dog. I can't even, like, what part of Tex-Mex? There's no hot dogs in Tex-Mex. I was like, what like, the fuck? How do you was, do that? If it was stuffed with, like, jalapenos and cheese, that would be Tex-Mex. And it literally says stuffed, or pizza stuffed crust. Tex-Mex, and it's got a slice of pizza, and it's meat lover's pizza with a fucking hot dog in the crust. <laughs> it's just the funniest shit. And she said, I live in Italy. This is the Italian-German version of an American Tex-Mex pizza. <laughs> yes, that is a hot dog in the crust. I am also America, and the brand is called Big American. <laughs> it's called Big American. <laughs> You can't see the brand on this part of the box. And no, I definitely didn't buy it. Part two. She said she's like, because people keep asking her questions. Like now that she posted the picture, she has to keep editing it to like answer people. Because so many people are like, wait a minute. Back up. What the fuck? Why is there a fucking hot dog anywhere near Tex-Mex anything? And she said, (laughs) she thinks that a lot of the products that it the Italian Audi you're getting are from Germany, which of course they are, right? Right. So, because they were like, where in the hell did that come from? Like, how is that from Italy? Like, it's just so funny. So, yeah, all these people are like, I'm an American. I have never even heard of a hot dog stuffed crust. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the smell of that pizza cooking. <laughs> oh. It says, I am from Texas. This is not a Tex-Mex pizza. It looks like something you might order when you are drunk or high. And it says, this just shows how savage they think Americans are. How savage they think we are. <laughs> they said, that is so American, and yet it's not American here. <laughs> like no. a pizza with a hot dog in it. <laughs> Could you imagine that people be, the people that are like, here, you know, you don't like pizza? Cut that over here, it's a hot dog. They said, did they just call a hot dog stuffed pizza Tex-Mex? <laughs> that is a disgrace to text some other one text next to everywhere <laughs> some other woman said I think my six year old would support this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just had to tell you guys that because I always find it fascinating what other countries think 
of like our types of food. So when they recreate it to have there on their own shelves, I mean, just that different words, things like that. I mean, it just cracks me the hell up. So what you got? Um, I don't even want to remove this out of my save because it's just so fucking funny. You know, I keep it. I, I keep it for laughs. Time. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about cheer star Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito. Oh my god. Okay. Can we start here though? So Jamie used to work for the same boss that I work for. Right. So for anybody who's like sort of new on this thing, right? In this woman's basement, she has got this humongous house and her basement is sort of like all finished out. It's got like an office and a, a, a gym and all kinds of stuff, right? Somehow, one of her kids got a hold of a life-size cutout he, of Danny he DeVito. He asked for it for Christmas two years ago. He asked for it? A life-size cutout of Danny DeVito. He always asked her for something insane. Like, last... No, it was three years ago he got that. <coughs> the year after that, he said, I want a really big teddy bear with a really tiny head. And she found him one. Are you kidding me? Like, she would go out and he always asked for one crazy off-the-wall gift because, you know, she she's like, what do you want for Christmas? It makes people feel uncomfortable when you ask that question. Like, I hate that question. What do you want for Christmas? I know. Because I'm like, I don't fucking know. So, he, he was like, Carper Kudo, Danny DeVito, or a really big bear with a tiny head. <laughs> well. And she goes out and she finds these stupid things for him. Well, it always scares us, though, because there's a yeah, fucking life-size Danny DeVito in the corner somewhere. Because he took it out of his room instead of leaving it in his room. So, now he's down. It moves. Like, yes. I'll put it, like, underneath the TV in the corner by the pool table, and then somebody will move it, and then I'll walk down, he'll be moved, he'll be staring at me, and I'll, I go, ah! Yeah, I do the same thing all the time. Well, apparently there was, like, somehow some water got on the floor. Yeah. And it got a little damage on the bottom, and little Danny DeVito can't, like, stand up no more. He's, like, in the corner looking like he's trying not to shit himself. Like, the way she has him. So, like, her boss's mom lives, like, kind of next door. She walks over and comes downstairs, she goes... Oh, whoa, look at the little man. He's not able to stand up anymore. He got the little man got a little wet. And his fucking little Danny DeVito and his wet ass feet. So. Her little man. If Danny DeVito ever ends up listening to this podcast or somebody that knows him very well, let him listen to the podcast. You never know. Give us a shout out. Anyway, Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito won't divorce for one absurd reason. In the list of perfect celebrity pairings, we all thought that Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito were the real deal. Their relationship stretched through most of their lives. Then suddenly the news break, they'd call it quits. Mm. Was it infidelity? Had the romance gone stale? Was there any hope that they'd mend it? No one seemed sure. After two years of sitting on that separation, Rhea finally got candid about what we, why she doesn't ever sign the papers to end the marriage. Oh my goodness. I did not know that they weren't together. Rhea Perlman and Danny DeVito hit it off the moment they met. It was 1971. Rhea sat in the audience of her friend's play. Instead of focusing on her pal, her attention stuck with the stocky guy on stage, a comedic natural. After the show, Rhea was introduced to Danny and they both could sense there was wickedly funny personalities had found an instant match. Oh, he was cute back in the day. Look at cute little Danny DeVito before he got chunky. Mm-hmm. Um... Throwing caution to the wind, they moved in together just two weeks later. Best friends didn't begin to describe it. For 12 years, Rhea Perlman and Danny built their relationship on mutual respect and genuine fun. It, was in, it wasn't until 1982 when they had officially swapped vows be, and became husband and wife. Once the rings were on the, fa- the fingers, Rhea and Danny decided to expand their family. They had two daughters, Lucy and Grace, and a son, Jacob. Adding kids to the mix only strengthened their bond. Their, the DeVitos were happy. 
The world got a taste of what it was like to be a fly on the DeVito Perlman's wall during the couple's shared moments on screen in his breakout sitcom role in Taxi. Husband and wife played opposite one another as love interests. Mm. When he found himself in the director's chair for the fantastical children's book adaptation of Matilda, Danny made the perfect casting decision, placing himself and Rhea as the wryly dysfunctional Wormwoods. Um, despite their character's rottenness, they were easy to like. As Rhea racked up Emmys for performances as she taught, as she, as the tough, sarcastic waitress Carla on the sitcom Cheers, she had a loving, supportive partner who was there, blah, blah, blah. Uh, take it over, Hollywood. What the fuck's the reason? I'm looking. God I'm trying to, like, damn it. scroll through. Mm, boom. Okay. So it stunned everybody when the couple announced their separation in October of 2012. Danny neither neither Danny nor Rhea publicly acknowledged the split. Those sources close to the family pointed out that the fact that the kids were grown and out of the house. Tempers flare between the famous parents were brushed under the rug for the skate for the sake of the children. Not anymore. Still five months apart. Still five months apart to cool off, re-examine their Thoughts was enough to make Danny and Rhea rekindle their romance in March of 2013. So they took a little break and then they were like, oh no, I love you. What could come between them after 40 years together? Rumors surfaced that Rhea finally had enough of Danny's wandering eye. The actor might not be regarded for leading man good looks, but his charisma and charms are apparently just as effective with the ladies. <gasps> it looked like the prospect of splitting up for good triggered, for good triggered, a new chapter of Rhea and Danny. Their careers were still thriving, with Danny winning a brand new legion of fans from his role with, as Frank when It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, oh my god, I'm dying right? waiting for this. In March 2017, when Danny and Rhea agreed that it was better off than both to walk away, they filed for legal separation and for the first time since their early 70s and divided their house keys. Alright. Mm. Um, so why won't she sign the What's their secret after decades of answering the question? Um, where the fuck is it? I know, like, this is like the longest Why? fucking article. Why does article. it have to be like You're a million fucking me. pages? Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're, like, <laughs> You're like, I think I might have finally found it. <laughs> it says, Rhea gave an answer as to why she and Danny haven't yet signed divorce papers. About fucking time. Now that they don't share the same house, Rhea feels like her relationship with her sort of ex has exponentially improved. The final yeah. step of ending the marriage isn't necessary. We agree on things enough, so why ruin <laughs> why ruin that with the yucky things that come with a divorce? It's much better because all of the tense stuff is gone. It's not in your face. I'm not in his mu I'm not in his face, he's not mine, Rhea continued. She explained that since taking the plunge to separate, their communication is better than ever um, than it was during the last five years of their marriage. Danny offered the same sentiment about Rhea during the red carpet interview. Even without the added pressure pleasing, pleasing his spouse, he said he and Rhea remain extremely close friends. Busy actors have mutual understanding, which helps in showbiz, in a showbiz marriage. So, what... So when Danny needs an extra shoulder to cry on, there isn't a pseudo ex-wife. He turns to his best friend for many decades, his actual wife. Oh my. So I guess they're just, they're married and they still love each other, but they're just living in separate houses and 
Now things are better. Now things are better. So it goes to show sometimes. <laughs> you know what? There's like a few couples that apparently do that. What was the one was, um, I think Gwyneth Paltrow. Somebody wrote a thing about Gwyneth Paltrow. Like her and her husband don't like live together or like full time live together or something. She's fucking weird. I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of people who are like separate rooms saved our marriage. Mm-hmm. Like they don't sleep together. Yeah. I don't think that could ever be me. Like, I, my favorite part of going to bed is Paco being there. Yeah, the couch don't get him, right? Right, maybe maybe it's because it doesn't happen often because the couch always gets him and then that's why I get so excited when he's actually in bed. Well, I'll tell you what. Being in the same bed can sometimes lead to sexy, sexy time, which in some cases can lead to more babies. So, some men get vasectomies. Men should get vasectomies. I feel like all the pressure on, on like when they're like, okay, we're done creating life. I think a lot of that pressure falls on the woman to get their tubes tied or something like that, and it's so much cheaper and less evasive for the man to just go get a snip snip. Yeah, I know. It's like over with, and it's quick, and then they're fine. They move on. Like you might have to sit on an ice pack for a fucking day. And you might be wondering why I'm mentioning this because it's awfully a weird, it's like a weird segue for me to be like sexy, sexy time when you're done having kids. And this is why. So apparently, I love when everybody's home in my house, by the way. So like right now, there probably is somebody who just. I hear nose blowing. Blew their nose. And it's probably my husband who sounds like a 75 year old man who apparently blows his nose. And that's going to probably be on the thing, but we're going to see. But anyway, in Atlanta, there's a vasectomy center. Where you can get people gift cards. That's the gift that stops all giving. <laughs> I thought that is so better crazy. than any fucking Hallmark card you could ever give somebody. Yep, and it says personalize your gift for the Atlanta Vasectomy Center. Choose to email or print, and like you can literally get on there. It's from and like you can put your name on there. You can choose the amount anywhere between twenty five to five hundred dollars. You can put an other amount in there. And everything. So it's like, I'm thinking for some women who are just done. Right. Just fucking done. Right. And they know they're done. I knew when I was done. Right. Did you know when you were done? Uh, yeah. Kind of? Yeah. The moment Katie came out. Yeah, you're like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I think women, in a way, could just, like, get a gift card and hand it to their man and to this vasectomy center and just be like, this is it. Get your fucking balls over and there. You get know a what, snip. though? But men are so fucking like. You want me to do what to my junk? Like, I won't have kids anymore. I'm not gonna be a man. They're so protective of their penis. <laughs> like <laughs> the whole reason I'm a man is so I can make babies. Right. I feel like that. You know, when men die, they're like, "What's gonna happen to you, buddy?" <laughs> I know. Like, what's? I mean, I just think it's so funny. Like, if you're married, like, what's? the point like why do you want me to go and have like an evasive surgery when right yeah but i thought that was hilarious so the atlanta and vasectomy, like, center. A vasectomy is completely reversible too mm-hmm. like all they got to do is go back in there and burn that tube back together that they snipped no <laughs> you will be i you will be fine when you know you decide that when we divorce and you just and you think that you could go back a 24 year old like chances are dude you can't well, our friend Alan posted it because he was like, oh, my God. He said, I just saw this advertisement for a vasectomy gift card. Yes, because nothing says Merry Christmas or I love you more than a fucking gift card telling you that you should should not reproduce. 
Because I'm like, how do you give somebody a gift card to get a vasectomy done and that doesn't get taken wrong? You know what I mean? Like, how is that even remotely possible unless, like, you really want it? I think that it's a brilliant idea. It is brilliant. It's fucking hilarious. But you're right. Like, how do you give somebody a gift card to be like, you should stop producing children? Yeah. You're dying. I feel like um, people who haven't produced children, some of them just need that gift card. Like, there's some people out there that should not procreate. Yeah. Like, you're awful, and here's a Vasectomy gift card. <laughs> I'm just going to buy, like, $10, a bunch of $10 ones, and be like, <laughs> just hand them to people. There you go. <laughs> hey. Hi. Uh, so nice to meet you. By the way, I'm going to need you to put this towards your um, non-reproductive life. <laughs> because you fucking suck as a human. Right. <laughs> like, I hate people. <laughs> Yeah, and then you got a job at the DMV. Week three at the DMV, people, and this is where Jamie's at. Oh, my gosh. Fucking hate people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got? Uh, okay, so speaking of babies, I have kind of a sad story. Oh. So there's this little, it looks like a little chihuahua-like dog, and she's so emaciated. Look at her, you can see her little ribs. Oh, okay. Because she's so heartbroken that they took her puppies away that she refused to eat anything until the puppies were returned. Aww. And this is from Small Joys. And it says, how the fuck do you read the article? Oh my God. All these fucking pop-ups. I hate, I hate Small Joys. Small Joys be, do better. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to visit the site. I just want to read the fucking article. Oh my god. This is taking forever. Hold on. Okay, here it is. It says, How do you feel about family reunions? Do you find them awkward or heartwarming? No matter what your stance is on family reunions, I'm sure the specific one will make you smile. When Rachel Sylvester received a text message, she knew something was in tr- something was in trouble. And she was right. It was a message asking for help. The person who texted Rachel was concerned about his neighbor's dogs. According to him, seven puppies and their mom were po- in poor condition. Oh my goodness, look at the puppies. Oh my goodness, look at that Aww. black and white one in the bag with his little ears straight up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyways, he said since he knew that Rachel managed sidewalk specials, which is not a profit organization that aims, aims to rescue abused and abandoned dogs in South Africa, he texted Rachel to go get rescue them. While the owner did agree to give up all seven puppies, he refused to let the go, go of the mommy dog. When he she first saw the puppies, she was in shock. They were all extremely malnourished, ill, Ill and had fleas. Aww. Aww. Oh, oh my God. These puppies, Rachel knew that something had to be done for their mother, the mother dog as well. Eventually, the owner agreed to surrender the mommy dog as well, as her condition was worse than, the, than Rachel could possibly have imagined. With her babies taken away from her, the mother dog was so depressed that she suffered. She refused to eat anything. Since she was malnourished, the mother dog couldn't even stand on her own. Mm. She was immediately taken to the vet, where she was given a 50-50 chance of survival. After staying at the vet recovering, the mommy dog was brought back into the center where her puppies were staying. Mm. Oh, look, there she is. Oh, there's her puppies, and she's happy. Um, as you can see from the video, the puppies are overjoyed to be reunited with their mother. Post reunion, some of these puppies were luckily adopted by loving families. Only the mother dog and two puppies are staying at the center. 
Aww. A dog with a very long snout has... Oh, that's it. That's all they say. Are you fucking kidding me? That's it? Ugh. Anyway, the dog's happy now because the puppies are back. <laughs> <laughs> well, this woman had babies, which is just like puppies, sort of, I guess. If we're talking about like little things that other things gave birth to, since we're on that little roll right now. So. Right. Apparently, according to today.com, mm-hmm. this woman gave birth to twins, and they're, like, the first biracial twins, because one is biracial and one is as white as the day is long. Didn't they already have that? Didn't they already have somebody who had a white... Are they two different dads? No. Remember, the one we talked about before was not. Or, no, we, the one we talked about before was. Had ended up two eggs. She ended up having sex with two people, and the two eggs got fertilized differently. This one is the same dad. The bo- one boy looks like the mother, and the one the other boy looks like the dad who is Jamaican. That's weird. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh wow, that's like really neat." And and the little boy, it's like they're adorable. By the way, like these little dudes are like so cute. Look, he's got like little Shirley Temple blonde hair. Oh my goodness! Look at them handsome boys, and they still look exactly alike. I don't think they look alike at all. I do. They have the same eyes. Well, it says, as the months went... Let me see. Hold on. So, it says, when Jade Ball gave birth to her sons, Cole and Clay, last April, they looked a little different, just like any set of fraternal twins. It was obviously weren't... It was obvious they weren't identical. As the months went by, their differences became more and more noticeable. Cole now has brown hair, brown eyes, and light brown skin, like his half-Jamaican dad. While Clay has a head of blonde, curly hair, blue eyes, and a pale complexion like his white mom. The BBC reports that interracial couples expecting twins have a 1 in 500 chance that their children will be born with different skin colors. The physical traits you can see in a person are just a very small sliver of the genetic diversity across human populations. Dr. Bryce Mendelson, a medical geneticist at the University of California, San Francisco, previously told Today Parents, A lot of times we only focus on the things our eyes can see, but what we see is a tiny tip of the iceberg of the actual genetic diversity in everyone. Mendelssohn likened it to flipping a coin eight times. So sometimes it's going to be heads all eight times. And it's kind of like that when you have a bunch of genes, he said. They're all randomly shuffling and you can get all kinds of outcomes. The mom in Manchester, England, said that she and her partner, Kate, are constantly fielding questions about their little boys. Some people don't believe that they're twins, she said. They can't get their heads around it because they look so different. Cole and Clay's personalities are just as unique. Clay is the mischievous one and into absolutely everything. He likes to dance and climb, whereas Cole has always been happy to just sit back and watch and take it all in, Ball revealed. But both enjoy having their photo taken. <laughs> Nearly 4,000 miles away in Ohio, Christy Cunningham is also raising biracial twins. The children receive a lot of media attention as babies, but Cunningham didn't mind. So it's just, it's so neat. Like, when you look at the dad, so you can kind of see him. So he's half right. Jamaican. Hey. Yeah. But, and then, so they have, like, one little boy, he's got blonde hair, blue eyes. It's super curly hair, like, you know, um... God, how am I losing all my words today? What is wrong with me? I don't me? know. Like Shirley Temple. And then the other little boy has got some color on him. And I mean, because the one kid's like really, really pale. And then the other one is got like um, this really pretty um, sort of complexion like their dad. So the dad's half Jamaican, but he's mixed also with something because he's not. He looks like he's biracial. But they're just this cute little family. And then they've got these two twins and. I mean, even I would be like, what? You know what I mean? Looking at it, like, how's that possible? But how funny is that, though? Like, all of a sudden, your kids just start looking different? I don't know. Like, 
I only had one. I don't understand people who have more than one, even if they don't mean to. Like, well, I mean, what was she supposed to do? Give one up. What? Oh my god. <laughs> just she did like, not mean that. I just don't feel like there should be that much pressure. Like, that's a lot of kids. Oh my god. At the same time. Uh, well, I mean, I really can't say nothing because there's four in here. And right? It's just insane all the time. Pretty much. Sun up to sundown. Okay, like, our little one lost his blanket. How did you fucking lose a blanket? A whole blanket? A whole entire blanket. It's missing. And he drags that thing around like Charlie Brown's little friend. Linus. Linus just drags that thing around like it's his favorite thing. It's blue with, like, black stripes on it, and it used to be Jonathan's, and Jonathan gave it to him. So that's, like, his favorite thing in the whole world. And he runs around the house with this fucking blanket all the time, and now all of a sudden the blanket's missing. Let me just tell you how joy the last night was at bedtime. I want my blanket. I miss my blanket. And you're like, just the whole house is being ripped apart. There's shit all over the place. We're ripping it apart. It? We still can't fucking find the blanket. We went and looked in the cars. Behind the, between the bed and the wall? No. We have no clue where it was. It was down here somewhere. We have no clue. We cannot, for the life of us, find it. Figure it out. I'm like, <laughs> like, what the hell did you do with this blanket? So, he ended up using the blanket on his bed, so he was fine, but let me just tell you, yeah, that damn blanket, he, the, the child lost his whole entire blanket. And bedtime was not a good time last night. <laughs> I bet it wasn't. I'm like, oh my god, where the fuck is this blanket? I'm so tired. <laughs> and Bruce, actually, he uh, got the lawnmower working yesterday and um, went out and did, like, the whole yard. And I have actually, like, a lot of yard because I'm on the corner. So it's this huge-ass yard. So he, like, mowed the entire lawn, and we wiped the lawn, and after he got everything running and everything, because our landscaping guy um, isn't coming out anymore. His wife has cancer, and he's got to take care of her. Yeah. So we were like, well, do we get another landscaper? He's like, oh, like, I'll do it. This man was covered head to toe and just black. I mean, just from mowing the lawn, there was just shit everywhere. And he kept wanting to get in a shower and couldn't because it was like the kids kept asking for something else and something else. Get in the shower until like 10 o'clock at night, and he had like fucking rings, like of just oh. dirt fucking everywhere. And he was like, well, How did this happen? And he's allergic to grass. Oh, shit. So now he can't even breathe. And all he wants to do is get a shower so he can wipe it off. And the kids were like, Can you get me this? Can you get me that? Where's it? I can't buy my blanket. It was just like, <laughs> I'm so bad for him. <laughs> Look, I'm laughing at it because it's not funny, but one day it will be funny. One day. You know, one day looking back, we'll think it's funny when the kids are like, you know, grown and leave the house. <laughs> Get out. I got 99 <laughs> problems, but a kid ain't one. I know. Anyway, go ahead. So, am I the asshole for telling my mother-in-law I will continue to celebrate my daughter's birthday every year despite what happened on this day? What? It's a nominee. Am I the asshole? Okay, wait. So, something happened on his daughter's birthday and he keeps celebrating her birthday? Am I the asshole? Okay. For telling my mother-in-law I will continue to celebrate my daughter's birthday every year despite what happened on this day. Okay. My husband, 37, passed away a year ago from a car accident when he was on his way to celebrate our daughter's fifth birthday. Okay. It was so sudden and devastating for my daughter, especially I... For my daughter especially. I got the news from my pastor and i didn't interrupt my daughter's birthday and waited till the evening to tell my family generally my relationship with my in-laws is good they supported me throughout the hard period in the past months days ago as my husband's anniversary as well as my daughter's sixth birthday um 
days prior, I brought up my daughter's birthday and asked my in-laws if they wanted to join us to plan something together since my daughter needed support. They were shocked that I was even thinking about throwing a party. Knowing that this is the same day my husband passed away, I told them I'd be taking the morning to celebrate his first anniversary, then celebrate my daughter's sixth birthday in the evening. Mother-in-law got mad and warned me about having a birthday party, but I cut the conversation right then. We met at the cemetery at noon. Then I got home at four just in time to start the birthday celebration. We had some of her supportive friends and parents come and brought handmade gifts for my daughter using pictures of her dad. After the party was over, one of my daughter's friend's mother posted pictures of it on Facebook and my sister-in-law saw it by coincidence. Sister-in-law and mother came over later and blew, at, blew up at me for throwing my daughter a birthday party at her, dad's, at her dad's anniversary despite their disapproval. Mother-in-law said I was teaching my daughter to be callous with no sympathy instead of taking a day to mourn her father's death properly. I argued with them and said that my daughter deserves to have a birthday celebration just like any other normal kid. And sternly said, I'll continue to celebrate her birthday every year despite what happened. Mother-in-law said it was highly disrespectful of me and kept saying I messed up and, and caused an entire family more hurt on this awful day. I told her to leave and she said she won't forget the massive display of disrespect I showed her and her family on her son's anniversary till the day she dies. This caused other to call me callous, irrational, and although my brother-in-law sided with me, and said my daughter shouldn't have to suffer on top of her trauma. I felt like I might have been the disres I felt like I might have been disrespectful to my in-laws. You know, I've seen a number of people asking what my husband would have wanted. My husband's always felt excited whenever our daughter's birthday came. He experienced he experienced the loss of a child from his previous relationship and it affected him and his personality a lot. He always told me that he was blessed to have our daughter in his life and he took every chance he got to spend time with her even though he used to work long shifts and wasn't able to stay home with us. I have to say in a couple weeks prior to his death, he stayed with us most of the days, constantly talked about missing us despite being right there with him. He was very emotional in those last two weeks. Mm. So, um, I don't think she's an asshole for her daughter's birthday. I think he, he would want her to celebrate a birthday. Yes. yes, he wouldn't want his daughter to have his birthday be a sad occasion because God no, not a good parent. No, I think her mother is an her mother in law is an asshole, and I understand that that mother lost a child, and I couldn't fathom that. I couldn't fathom. This seems like a weird post, like it didn't happen. You always do that. Why do you always do that? Just just go with what it is. Well, because I feel like sometimes people post things on purpose because they want attention, and that seems really stupid. Because like any grandparent even would. Be like, no, that's, we would want the daughter to celebrate. That's all I have left of him, blah, blah, blah. Right, you would think, but there's also a lot of people out there that do fucked up things all the time. Well, then maybe that grandma needs to go fucking take a hike. Right. And not be fucking worried about it. Grandma needs to go fuck herself. Yeah, grandma needs to go fuck herself. And maybe she can use that dildo that we talked about not too long ago. We know where one but is. It's in the middle of the road and it probably needs to be cleaned. <laughs> Why are we having to actually, we passed by there not too long ago. <laughs> it was gone i was like i guess somebody took it and he was like somebody was some homeless lady was like thank <laughs> oh my god that's so god. weird you said that because that's the same thing he said he was like well i'm homeless but you know hey sometimes i got needs so some homeless girl was like god i need some dick but i haven't <laughs> showered in four days and, I and still, this dick won't care it's still like fish and sadness 
But look! Fish and sadness. It's a gift from God! <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's even got a section. I can just put it right on that, on my humping tree. <laughs> my humping tree? <laughs> what the fuck is a humping tree? I don't know what a humping tree is, Why? but it's a thing now! Why? 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 Oh my god. Um, I have, like, a quick one. Okay. So, somebody had asked our bald coochie still in it was what? like a post like her bald like you know shaving your shit bald okay and i'm thinking it has to be have you seen some of the shit that they're putting out now like clothing wise yeah i know like the bathing suits are like higher than baywatch high and we used to think that was like too high and now they have those um what are they like body suits but only uh-huh. and they go up really really high uh-huh. i was sitting at the mri place because bruce had to have an mri this morning so i'm sitting there and sheen comes along and i love me some sheen but I'm more of a Sheen Plus kind of gal, right? right? Anyway, this thing was so high up. It was cutting into her crotch. And I just thought, there's not a fucking shot in hell I would ever let my daughter wear some shit like this. Like, I would never order this. I mean, her whole entire side's hanging out, but it's cutting up her coochie in the front and up her asshole in the back. No. No. Any old hill. So somebody had asked on TikTok, I guess, and somebody took a screenshot of it, and some woman was like, are ball coochies still in? Like, are we still shaving our crotches? And I'm like, just looking at, like, bathing suits and everything, it's a big yes, first It's a of big all. yes. But it says, these are the responses, though, and I was fucking pissing my pants. It says, I put mine in a messy bun at night so that it's curly <laughs> in the morning. And then this one is my personal favorite. Shave it bald, lasts a few days, and let it grow for a month. <laughs> Anyone else? It says, being a lesbian. I know, me too. I do the same thing. I'm like, I shove it off, and like a couple months later, I shave it again. All right, being a lesbian, I like to shave it into a plaid-like pattern. We're really committed to flannel. <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh-huh. It says, well, normally I brush it out, but TikTok is making me realize that I might have curly hair. <laughs> it says, I came to, and then there's a guy, he was like, I came here just to read the comments. And uh, one said, I grow it out and donate it to men who can't grow beards. <laughs> <laughs> it said, girl, I gained 30 pounds last year. I can't even see it no more. I can't see mine because I've gained like 40 pounds since quarantine. Probably has hair and curlers with a robe and a cigarette. <laughs> Dry shampoo, seven days, then low ponytail like a founding father. <laughs> I tipped over mine running to the comments. I tripped over mine running to the comments so fast. <laughs> so, I think they do a middle part now. Uh, probably. That's what she said. What am I doing with mine? Nothing. When my partner is done, he shouts, Jumanji, to leave the jungle. <laughs> Married 15 years. I have let the forest reclaim the land. <laughs> and then finally this woman says I want to be friends with every single person in these comments this is the vibe I'm trying to have in 2021 I kind of feel the same way <laughs> this one says I'm always cold so I use mine as a lap blanket <laughs> I thought we were doing curtain bangs no <laughs> curtain bangs and this woman says they're going to get what's in stock I don't give a fuck they're going to get what's in stock. So I thought that was pretty funny. But I'm like, oh my God. The plaid one. That was really the, great. The plaid one is the one that got me. So look, last night. And the founding father. Father's oh, shoot. Hold on. The, last night, I started following this guy. And I'm trying to see where he is. I have to tell you guys about him. He's so fucking funny. 
Chuck Long 2020. So at Chuck Long 2020. Oh my God. No, never mind. That wasn't him. Sorry, I gave you the wrong guy. Anyway, I can't find him now. I don't know what the hell I did. But he is fucking hilarious. Let me just tell you. Oh, nope. The Layton Show. So it's the underscore Layton, L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N underscore show. So he's a dad from Maine. And he's fucking hilarious. I was pissing my pants yesterday laughing. I could not stop laughing. You know those laughs you get where nothing will come out because you're laughing so hard? It looks like this. What does he talk about? So he does these funny things like um, parents. So it was like, okay, this one is really good. How can I get in really great shape this summer? Well, you can always try to eat a little less. (laughs) And then he rests in peace. (laughs) So I thought that was great. And then he does these things where it's called inspirational quotes for my teenage daughter. And an inspirational quote for my teenage son. And, like, the daughter is like, make me pancakes. And then the son is like, yep, no, okay, oh, fine. (laughs) It's like, he says nothing, like, the whole time. But he puts it to, like, these beautiful, like, like, inspirational-looking photos with just, it's called inspirational messages. There is so many funny things this guy does on here. And you just have to watch it. Are we over already? Anyway, if you guys ever have to check him out, he's my favorite person on TikTok right now. So take us home, Jimmy. Um, if I don't even know, just write us in. Um, you can catch us on all the major platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on there. We are straight from the net, and we would love to hear from you and also give us a review because. You just listen and you love us and you don't tell the world you love us. How is the world supposed to know that you love us? <laughs> and you could write us in it straight from the net at gmail.com. Did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Did you? I, I thought think... you said you can find us wherever you can find podcasts. Yes. Yeah, what Danielle said. And, um, <laughs> we got a radio show, Danielle. I'll tell you about it. We are so messed up today. This is so bad. But I anyway. have a double ear infection. <laughs> she does. She's like, I have a double ear infection. Um, so anyway, you can find us on the WMLD, the, Hudson, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Friday morning at 10 we're still going for that morning show we don't know how we're gonna do it we still want it though maybe just being amped would be all we need anyway so uh check us out on wmld um every friday at 10 o'clock you can get us on all the um you can find their app on all the major platforms and then if you miss it that's okay you can hear us again on saturdays we think we don't know we never even pay attention they're supposed to play us again on seven o'clock on saturday Ish. but <laughs> i know but if you miss us then that's okay because i always upload all our podcasts to our platform our mother platform which is soundcloud every sunday usually around 11 or and that so. is legit yeah and that you will always find but in the meantime we will see you next week bye, okay, bye.